Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. I have sexy voice today. I've been quite ill with a cold this last week with a lovely cough, so I was trying to find a good time to record. It's quiet, that makes it a good time to record. So, um, one of the things that I always thought that was really cool about my all-time favourite podcast, which you may have heard me talk about before, Cast On with Brenda Dean, well, she always had this segment called This Week's Sweater, and she would talk about a sweater that she'd knit in her life and tell you the whole story of the sweater. And I always thought that was really great because every single project she had was always a mishugas. It was never just a, I knit this sweater and that was the end of the story. And I used to think that would be really cool, uh, but I couldn't possibly have that many stories, except it turns out that I do. So in... Uh, in homage to this week's sweater, I have a this week's work in progress. Um, we're about to move across country, as in it's less than six weeks before we move across country. And because the Navy is moving us, we don't have to pack our house. And we don't have to pack our house at the other end. And so I didn't really have to start stressing out about all the packing that I had to do. I've kind of done a thing where I'm like, it would be nice if we had less stuff. It's not a deal breaker if I do nothing and they just pack up my house and move it. But, you know, like it would be a nice time to look at decluttering and what have you. And so, so far, the thing I've, my reaction to that has been, oh my God, I need to start finishing craft projects. That's how my brain's worked. Anyway, so um, one of the things that I did, therefore, was dig out this. <laughs> this is me. I will always do the most ridiculous thing when I'm under time pressure. And so what I actually did was I dug out uh, a log cabin knitted blanket project that is so old, I can't even remember when I began it. It would have been in the dark olden days where knitting was just going online and I used to have the time and also there weren't so many uh, blogs that I would read. Uh, every day I, I had a bunch of uh, bloggers that I would read and it was convenient because you would create a RSS feed and pull it into your live journal feed so it wasn't actually that hard to keep track of the big name knitting bloggers of that time and it was also a really easy way to keep track of all of the ofe and of the moment uh, projects that everybody was doing. So I want to say it was probably in the early 2000s pre-Ravelry People had WordPress blogs. Some of those people went on to get book deals and they made their own books and stuff. It's all very cool. Anyway, so at that time, there was quite a few knitters learning how to knit socks. And that's when I learned how to knit socks. And there was a great love for Blue Moon Fiber Arts, which is still my all-time favorite um, knitting dyer. And uh, my all-time favorite wool dyer. And around that time, um, they were getting into log cabins. So you would buy a couple of skeins and it was uh, heavyweight socks that rock uh, colorways. Socks that rock. At that time, you would buy a couple of skeins of socks that rock 
um, in uh, heavyweight and you would um, basically knit a log cabin, which is a quilting pattern. So you would knit – well, this is – I um, tweaked the pattern a bit because I thought I would be fancy pants. But what they were doing was they'd knit uh, – like cast on like t 10 stitches, knit garter for 10 rows and then cast off and then you would keep that last stitch, rotate your square 90 degrees, pick up 10 stitches, and then knit garter another 10 rows cast off. Then with that last stitch, again, rotate 90 degrees, and then you would pick up, in that case, I think it ends up being like 20 stitches, but it doesn't matter. You, you, you pick up stitches along that two squares and then knit, again 10 rows and then cast off and then repeat and you're going round and round and round and you end up with a log cabin and they were doing all kinds of different uh, patterns with that and I just thought that looked so fantastic they would take these gorgeous photos of all their stack of log cabins and then piece them all together and you'd get a knitted blanket and I was like yeah yeah I want to I want to do that so I picked three colorways from Blue Moon Fiber Arts, Mist, which is a pink and purpley, um, I think it's one of her multi-colorways. It also has like a grey in it. And then I picked two um, more solid colours. So one is Jasper and one is Amethyst. So two sort of purpley ones, mm, Amethyst sort of more blue. And I thought it would be fun because I always like to make things harder. Instead of doing um, it evenly, I decided to play around with my log cabin because that's what you would do if you were quilting. And I had my mist, the pinks, as 10 rows. But then I did my uh, purples, the other ones, as half rows. So that would be thinner. And then I was going to piece them so that you would get the um the purples to look like crosses kind of to make it an interesting pattern with the mist being like a background so that was the plan it was oh, must have been you know 2002 or something like that i started knitting it and i can't remember whether i ran out of yarn like i ran out of the two colorways but not the third and i had to order more or what happened, but the project got abandoned. And when I went to pick it up again, uh, I just finished the knitting of it. And I remember I was already in this house when I did that. So um, I've lived here, I think, eight years. Gosh, has it really been eight years? I've been married five years. Um, when I went to pick up the project again, my tension had changed. So I knitted a few more squares went to piece it all and they were so disparate that you couldn't even stretch one to make it fit like my my gauge was so much tighter that it just didn't work so that was annoying and a waste of time and so then I think at the time I unpicked all of the um skein I, I unpicked all of the blocks that I'd knitted um, and put them all into balls and put them away anyway so in my oh yeah we're about to move I should totally just finish projects I picked that up and just started re-knitting I pulled everything out and started over again and figured I'd just sit down and knit them all it would be the same gauge same tension and I'd 
be finished. And it's just straight knitting. It's kind of boring knitting. That could have been why I abandoned it in the first place. And right now I'm knitting while I read at night. So that's a perfect project. Uh, and I'm procrastinating on other things. So that's an added bonus. And so I've knit five squares, even though I'm pretty sure I originally got nine out of this much yarn. And I'm just finishing the sixth one. And I noticed that, uh, okay, well, six is not going to be anything because <laughs> it's, it's two rows of three squares and it looks silly. It's not really big enough for a blanket. So I rummaged around in my stash two nights ago and I have more jasper and I have more amethyst, one skein more of each, but I don't have any mist. And the mist is going to be the... Um, constraint because I need so much more of it per square. So I was like, I rummaged around to see because I vaguely remember having to go back to Blue Moon Fibre Arts and ask them whether they still even made that um, colorway because they don't list all their colorways on the website. They have like 324 colorways on their website, maybe even more than that. But um, they do way more than that. So if you go to their shows in real life, there's way more choices, but they rotate them on their website. So I emailed them to see if they would still dye this one because a lot of the time they die to order. Uh, and I thought that I bought it, but just checking my email about an hour ago, I realized that I'd gone to the effort of finding out how I could do it, but I don't have a receipt to say that I had done it. So it's Black Friday sales at the moment um, and their special is with a particular uh, wool blend, Taji, which I don't even know what that is, but it's mixed with silk and you get 425 yards of it for a skein of $26 US and that's a pretty good deal. So I quite fancied um, their colorway Anyanka, which I assume is a Buffy uh, named skein and it's a gorgeous gray with almost a mint green but not quite minty so i nabbed that and i have nabbed a skein hopefully of mist and i will be able to finish this project um i really hope that arrives before i move states i probably should have thought about that before i put the order in so that is my log cabin project i was going to tell you the story and then ask you what you thought I should do since I only had six skeins, uh, six squares. But I guess I solved that by asking them if they will dye me an extra skein. Uh, even if I get nine squares, I think that would be cool. And I could do a border if I still have the other two purples left. I kind of suspect it's not going to be enough and so I'm going to be stuck. But I might just do a border in a different colour. We'll see. Uh, it's okay if it's a big enough for a kid's blanket. At least that's something. At the moment, it's it's not anything. I will take a picture and pop that on my Facebook because I can't believe that I have been procrastinating on this project. Are we going to say 17 years? That seems really ridiculous. Even 15 years seems like really weird um, that I can have projects that old. And yet I do because I was working... Um, 
I know where I was working in the early 2000s and I still have a friend that I catch up with and who I email quite a lot who worked at the same place as I did and we were both we are both crafty people and I said to her hey do you remember this project she was like I do remember that project I can't believe you have not finished that project but there are other projects that I was telling her at that time and I worked there um, in like 2003 so that is that is crazy that my work in progress is that old but they are and that's not the only one and I'm about to shift house which means I'm going to have to actually if I'm not packing my craft area I will at least be seeing it and I will be at least seeing it at the other end and so I think this is a little bit of a reckoning am I actually going to be finishing things or not and maybe um, 2017 was the year of the yarn and fabric diet I did kind of okay I did kind of okay I haven't completely abstained but it's not too bad um, compared to what I might normally do but I think 2018 might have to be the year of completing things So on that note, and before I move on to completing things, I will declare my Black Friday uh, stash acquisitions. So the aforementioned Anyanka in uh, Taji silk, I think it's called Super Taji, and the um, heavyweight Socks That Rock, but that one totally is justified because it finishes a project. So that's from Blue Moon Fiber Arts. I also grabbed three skeins of sock yarn from Long Dog Yarns, which I have only recently fallen in love with. I totally was not into the speckled yarn phase that's just happened um, in the last couple of years. I just didn't really know what to do with it, didn't really love it, and I'm on a yarn diet, so I wasn't really paying that much attention. Um, but then we, and I really wasn't paying attention to, I don't tend to hang out on Ravelry that much. Um, I wish I did, but I just can't do forums because I do so many other social media out, so many other social media platforms, so I just don't hang out on Ravelry at all. I'm trying to keep my projects up to date, so that at least I have a record of what I've made because I tend to make things, gift them and forget about it. So I am trying to keep that bit at least up to date. Um, I'm hoping that I'll start to hang out there a bit more. I know some of you are friending me there and I do sometimes browse through what other people are doing. And when I'm looking for ideas for a pattern, I'll definitely browse around. But I rely on Deb to tell me what's going on in the yarn zeitgeist. And so she'll come to me and say, everybody's about to do this. Do you want to do this? So that's how I ended up doing a couple of the mystery knit-alongs because everybody was doing them. And Deb told me and that was cool. So that's where I kind of understood something about the speckles or maybe somebody was doing something interesting with the speckles and then I kind of got them. So I'm kind of fallen in love with the fading uh, fad that's on at the moment. So I made the What the Fade and loved that. And then I bought a pattern from the same um, designer, which is the Mini Sweater Fade. Uh, so that I could use all my leftover yarn from my shawl because it was enough yardage to make a small person's sweater. I've actually knit the full, uh, it's a raglan, so it's top down. So I've done 
the whole body and I just need to do the ribbing on the bottom and then come back and do the sleeves. And I'm really loving that and that looks really cute. I can't find needles that I have to size down to do the ribbing and so I was trying to do it in double pointed needles which as you know is a terrible idea so I dropped all my stitches and then put it aside which is where the log cabin project came into play but I think I'm just going to do the ribbing in the same size needles and move on I don't think Mac's going to care at all so I can just finish that project um However, I have kind of been falling in love with um, all kinds of combinations that she had for her faded cardi, which is the next project that I'm going to do. So I bought um, four Madeline Tosh skeins to make that cardi for myself. And I got that in. So four colorways I bought. I got um, Catherine did a stunning version of this, and I still believe in this fade. It's Nassau Blue Surf. Kenobi and Mockingjay so it's a greeny blue a speckly greeny blue grey and then two greys so I'm looking forward to knitting that um, and the other so that's kind of where I went mm, yeah speckles can be kind of interesting and while we were looking around for those I kind of fell in love with long dog yarns and then they had a 20% off sale over Black Friday weekend so I've grabbed Bermuda shorts, Cassata and dark dimension I think I bought them in sock yarn so if I end up making socks with them that'll be fine we're moving to somewhere very cold we currently live somewhere where it gets cold like a week a year to wear woolen socks so I have no concept of how much woolen stuff you'd wear in a cold place so I'm, will I'm willing to find out and willing to knitterly rise to the challenge the other thing that I've bought is two kits. They're not in this room, so I can't tell you what they are or where they came from, but I'll put photos of those on Facebook. Um, they had gorgeous names. I'm a sucker for really good names of colorways and kits, and they were both like ice cream flavored names. And that was for a shawl that came with the kit, I think, or the kit was made for the shawl. I'm not sure if I'm going to make two shawls in the same pattern, so I might have to find a second two-skein shawl pattern for one of them. But one is a limey green, which is very not something that I would usually choose, except I seem to be moving into a green phase, which is interesting. Um, there's a motorbike going past. And the other one is a purpley one, which is also quite pretty. So that's all my yarn acquisitions, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that still is very, very strictly controlled for me because I do like to buy my yarns. Um, but on to the finishing projects side of things. It's November. It's pretty late in November, so I need to start to admit that I am not going to finish the 365-day quilt challenge, which my friend Frances put me onto and kind of told me that that's how it was going to go. I was not going to finish it in one year. She started last year, and she's been finishing it this year. And there are some blocks in there that you just almost physically can't do what that, the block in a day. There's some 12 by 12 inch blocks that are so fiddly that those ones you can't finish in a day. And there are some that are three by three and, you know, have 50 pieces in them. Um, 
which probably you could finish in a day, but they're really, really fiddly. So, uh, you know, like I'm not going to finish this project this year, but um, the woman who runs that project is running the same project again next year. So 2018, it'll be the same exact project. So if this remotely appealed to you, if you are... Uh, if you enjoy a challenge or you're a little bit uh, masochistic like I am, then maybe you want to join in. Uh, it'll start, I think, January 1, like it did this year, and and on you go. Um, I have downloaded all the patterns just in case they went away because she only keeps the patterns up for three months at a time. So I was downloading them in case it went away and I wanted to finish this quilt on my own. I think I'll try and keep up, but I've actually finished... January, February, March's blocks, I might just keep at my pace and then hopefully at some point I'm going to um, catch up <laughs> to the 2018 pace. At the moment, I'm kind of wanting myself to cut out 30 blocks at a time. I'm finding choosing the colours and cutting out the blocks is the bit that keeps me from progressing. I think it's just you have to make decisions. And sometimes when you're crafting, most of the time when I'm crafting anyway, I just want to sit down and craft. I don't want to have already... I'm not in the right frame of mind to sit and make decisions about what colours go and what contrasts work. When I want to craft, I just want to do it to relax. So knowing knowing yourself and knowing when you want to colour play and be experimental and work things out and when you just want to sit and relax is an important thing to know uh, to queue up projects. And I guess that's why the log cabin thing appealed. I'm in this, I don't know what I'm doing, so I may as well just pick up something that I've pre-thought Cranking widgets, as uh, David Allen would call it. Anyway, so it's helped me whenever I've cut out patterns in advance. Um, when I've cut out blocks in advance, then I've sat down and done a few. And I was trying to post a finished block a day on my Facebook, and I got a few up. And then you can see then I was behind, because I tend to piece several blocks at one time. And then I'll cascade the finished blocks because you'll only have a few left. So I'm going to continue trying to post a block a day. I'm probably not going to post a block a day, but I'm continuing that project, and I definitely want to finish that next year. But I also have some projects that I guess must be 15 years old by the reckoning of my previous calculations that would be nice to get finished so that I can enjoy them. So I guess I am saying that my New Year's resolution, which I am making on the 25th of November for 2018 is to finish more projects. I'm in this phase, I guess, where we're looking at being in Canberra for three years and then coming back. And so everything is, what do I want to take there and then bring back? And I kind of don't want to be taking so many works in progress across country now and back again in three years' time. Uh, so that's some... Um, some food for thought and some planning and some goals, I guess. So um, I hope you'll join me in finishing things and maybe posting and sharing what you're working on. Um, I love to see what other people are doing. I love to get ideas about what other people are doing and, um, and sharing, sharing the craft you love. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a podcast of all things craft. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. 
I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Speak to you later. Champagne and Socks is now supported by Patreon. Visit us at patreon.com slash champagne and socks. Thank you to patrons Axe of Kitchen and Kate.